0: Okay, we are beginning at chapter 33, so looking at the flow of chapters, since chapter 26, we have been discussing uprooting sadness, uprooting apathy, and implanting joy. And now continuing that theme, we speak of times, in general, of course, we want to be joyous, and especially sometimes, you know, you need more joy in your life. And now we're giving a deep road to attain deep joy, which is, think deeply about God, about God's reality, about how he fills the world, how he encompasses the world, how he's beyond the world, how all the worlds are nothing to him, how the world didn't change his existence at all. What was there originally? God. And now what is there? God. Because everything we see, all the myriads of creations in the whole Milky Way, are all completely nullified in contrast to God and his existence. Just as we could imagine, metaphorically, words, words of speech, words of thought, in their source, in that soul from which they originate. Those words have no existence. They have no letters. They have no form. They have no sound at that point. But this is their origin point. But in their origin, they're completely nullified, which is a very accurate metaphor for our world because the entirety of our world is strings of God talking. Our world is God's speech, God's word. And the godliness of the world is completely nullified in its source to God. It's always present within those words of God's speech. A more concrete metaphor is thinking of the sun. We have the rays of the sun that give our world light and heat, energy. And of course, the closer we get to planet sun, the stronger the rays become. But at the sun itself, you can't perceive the rays at all because the rays are nullified to their source, their origin, to the sun. And so too our world is nullified to God because our world is always in its source, in God. It's not that God created and now at a distance. Within every molecule of our world is godliness. Within all the godliness is God himself. So we're always, at our source, and in conscious to your source, you have absolutely no existence. So when we think about these ideas, and these are deep ideas, God, godliness, creation, the nullification of creation to godliness and ultimately to God, the more we think, the more we think what we're actually doing is taking the intuitive, innate belief we have in God naturally as a gift, a power of our soul, and we're making it intellectually comprehensible. We're taking something that by definition is beyond comprehension, God, and we're making him to a certain degree, to the degree of my brain's capacity, comprehensible. And when I have that click, when my belief in God can penetrate my thoughts, it feels so good. It feels so good. This is such a huge accomplishment, and accomplishments make us feel great. It's not just a huge, like, wow, I understand God. It's a verse of creation. The verse of my creation and of all creation is for God to have a home. And now he does. In my brain, in my thoughts, God's completely revealed. He's at home. And this is a very difficult thing to do. So to accomplish feels great. To accomplish something this significant and this difficult is amazing. And fills me with joy. Just as if, metaphorically, the king is passing by a commoner's home and he says, you know, I don't want to visit. I they actually want to live here for a while. Can you imagine what you feel like? Your home is now the palace? The king's in your home? My brain is now God's palace because God is revealed, expressed, understood in my own brain. And that feels great.